0: Today, I'm very excited to be talking to you, Ranjith, who's the co-founder of Postal. Welcome to the show, how's it going? I'm going good, thanks for having me. Yeah, excited to have you on. So for people that haven't heard of Postal before, kind of tell, tell us, what are you working on? What's Postal?
1: Uh, uh, Postal? With Postal, we are trying to build a marketplace for attention. Um, so what is attention, right? Uh, like for example, now I want to get Elon Musk's attention. To say something to him maybe you know talk about tweet about my product or ask him to you know get in touch with me for some project right so we all of us want to get in get the attention of some people right but it's difficult to get the attention of the people especially if they are slightly successful famous it is difficult so why not create a marketplace where people can list their attention for a price Right? So if there will be people who are willing to pay a price to get somebody's attention, and there are people who are willing to list their attention for a price, and we are trying to build a marketplace which will make this happen. And I believe you know, when you when people connect with each other on a one-on-one basis, a lot of beautiful things can happen, right? And as a platform, we will take a commission from the transaction, And we don't care what happens after the initial transaction, meaning if someone gets in touch with someone else and that blossoms into a big project or a consulting or whatever, we don't care what happens then. We just take the fee of the initial conversation.
0: So kind of walk me through what this looks like? So, you know, I'm someone, you know, I have a podcast, I have a little bit of a platform, you know, so let's say I wanted to, to list my attention. Um, can you, so can you walk me through, what would someone like me do on the platform? If someone wanted to get a coffee with me, would they like, can you kind of explain, explain to me kind of how it works? Yes. So the whole thing works around email.
1: Uh, email is one of the best invention of the internet. It still works, will always be relevant. So the whole thing works around the existing infrastructure of email. We are not reinventing the meal. We are just a small platform. So how it works is uh, we have a website uh, where people can come and search for people, right? So there is demand and there is supply. Uh, supply is basically people who are listing their attention. Uh, it could be anyone anyone famous or not famous, anybody who's willing to sell their attention can list themselves. That is the supply side. The demand side is basically people coming onto the website and searching for people to contact. How it works is uh, on the supply side, when someone signs up, they have to list a price. Uh, That price is the price for a reply to an email. So if I have to get a response from you, How much should I pay for you, right? So that we leave the uh, person to decide because depending on how busy you are, your price could be different, right? For example, if you're Elon Musk, you could even ask for $1,000 because my time is really expensive. So how it works is once a person searches for the uh, recipient, then they can compose a message on the website and they'll be asked to pay that fee immediately. We will collect the fee. And then the platform delivers the message to the recipient by a uh, normal email protocol. It will reach the recipient's email inbox, whatever email they use, right? And then they can reply from within their email inbox. Uh, there's nothing to install here. And we forward that reply back to the inbox of the sender. And without revealing the email address of either side, And if the uh, recipient does not email, if they choose to ignore this message, then we refund the fee back to the sender. So from the uh, sender point of view, you get value for money. So if someone ignores you, basically you don't lose anything. But if they send you a reply, uh, we basically take a commission from the fee paid. So basically uh, we are like similar to something like Uber. It's like a two-sided marketplace. So we'll have to do marketing to get both sides on, right? Uh, Either side will not come on board if the other side is not there. So our current strategy is to build the supply side first, uh, meaning sign up a lot of people whose attention is valuable to the world, and then do marketing uh, and advertising and get the other
0: side. So walk me through a little bit about, you know, why did you decide to start this? Um, It's a very interesting idea for a company. What's the origin story here?
1: Like I'm actually a serial failed entrepreneur. I've uh, tried three times. This is the fourth time. I have this passion for entrepreneurship. Like growing up in a middle-class family in India, I always dreamed of, you know, uh, building a company, you know, which makes a lot of money. And also, you know, solves big problems. But mostly, I will say, honestly, it's about the money, right? I am always fascinated about, you know, how are, you know, the businessmen, you know, big entrepreneurs make a lot of money, uh, which compounds. So, for example, right, once you put a lot of effort in the beginning years of a company, right? And then you put less and less effort with time, right? If you take like a typical career, you have to, Put in your effort throughout your life and there is no compounding returns but in entrepreneurship there is compounding returns for your like work you know and your youth you know basically and that always fascinated me right why should i always be working so entrepreneurship fascinated me because how the how you know you create wealth you know which compounds in time so i've been trying different different ideas uh, this is the latest and i've always been trying to do something global Uh, Because a lot of Indian startups, you know, they stick with uh, Indian problems. And typically what happens is uh, an Indian company solving an Indian problem will do well till an American company comes inside the country and kills it. Um, We have seen it always happening. It's not like China where uh, their local companies you know capture the market in india it's always the local company gets crushed by the uh, foreign company right and people don't even try to build a global product from india for various reasons i think uh, mostly because um, maybe they lack confidence that you know we could build something which is of good quality which the whole world will like which probably is not there that's why people stick with you know, B2B kind of products, you know, B2B where, you know, we don't have mass audience. We just have to, you know, impress businesses. But I always dreamt, you know, there should be companies from India which are like consumer facing, which should do well. So that's why I've always been trying, you know, B2C ideas. Um, But yeah, uh, this kind of idea is also difficult to implement because you need to raise a lot of money. But yeah, hopefully I'll be able to do that and it'll work out.
0: And what would you say is the um you know i'm someone that i've you know as we talked about before before the podcast you know i've interviewed a few, interviewed a few indian startups not not too many yet i'd like to interview more yeah what is one thing that you wish for the indian kind of startup scene or i guess another way i would i would rephrase the question is what do you wish more people what, what do you wish you know the states or just the world knew about Um, about startups in your geo um, that they may not know currently um, because the separation of of space?
1: No, I don't think uh, the world should, I don't think it's the responsibility of the world to find out what's happening in India. I don't think that's the right way to put it. It's the responsibility of people in India to do impressive stuff so that the world notices us. Right, We shouldn't ask for like handouts, you know, hey, look at us. <laughs> if you're awesome, people will look at you, right? So focus on being that, but there are problems in that. That I will tell you, um, um, uh, what has happened is, you know, uh, we liberalized our economy in 1990. We were like mostly socialist till 1991. Uh, after 1991, we, uh, we allowed all foreign companies to come in. So what has happened is, um, we, we didn't have the time to build our own industries where we you know spent time figuring out you know how to build a factory or how to build businesses on our own. Before we could get the chance to do that, all these foreign companies who were like much advanced came inside the country and you know and captured all the markets. So because of that, there is this lack of confidence in people here, uh, you know, there's lack of belief that, you know, we can do things on our own, right? So that is why maybe there has to be, you know, some protectionism like China, where maybe you can, maybe at least in some sectors, you can say, you know, uh, you can put like what Trump does, right? Like more uh, like import duties, but that, that again doesn't help. So I don't know what is the proper answer for that. Like, how do you, you know, build confidence among a huge population so that they can they believe that you know they can do things which are world class i don't know what is the answer for that actually honestly
0: yeah i mean i feel like from what i've seen if you almost look at what happened with yc with y combinator paul graham who's this guy that you know had had an amount of success just told a bunch of you know smart Young people, that hey, like you, you can do it, and you know, and then they did it, and then those people told uh, their friends, "Oh, you can do it." So I feel like it kind of takes a few wins that then kind of it just yeah. There has to be like uh, some role
1: model, right? Like it always takes like few role models, right? uh If you have like one role model, then people will immediately know, oh, it's possible, right? This one, this person has done it; it's possible, and then you'll have this, you know, snowball effect, right? So I guess. There'll be this problem till we get this one role model who does something, right? And yeah, that's a chicken and egg problem because the role model himself or herself will not come about because, you know, there has to be like an outlier event, right? Where someone is so awesome that maybe I am that person who knows, right? So there has to be this outlier event, which will probably, you know, give confidence to the whole ecosystem.
0: Absolutely, you know, and if you were to kind of look out, um, going back to, to what you're working on with Postal, you know, if you were to to, to look out five years, 10 years, um, you know, 15 years uh, for the company, what would you say um, you kind of see for it? I guess, in other words, what's the big vision for Postal and, you know, what direction are you rowing in it as as you build it out? Yeah, so in the long run, you know, um,
1: if this Postal works out right, it can disrupt lot of traditional industries. Um, So what has happened uh, in the last 20 years is, like advertising has taken off in the internet majorly. Uh, It has solved problems which existed in the old media. For example, before internet, right, people, if you want to get people's attention, you had to use radio, TV, newspaper, which was not efficient. Like you'll be showing your ads to people who are not even your customers, right? So the internet came in and you know and solved a big chunk of that problem. You know, you no longer have to show your ad to everyone. Show the people you know, who are your customers. And that has given this whole creepy problem of tracking, right? Where the in, the internet companies know more about you than you yourself know about you, right? So that is again, I think this creating a slow backlash. Um, you will see in the next few years, more and more governments creating more and more rules, which will clamp down on tracking. So what will happen is suddenly the internet will become less and less attractive for advertisers because the price will keep on increasing because the targeting abilities will keep on reducing. right? So something like postal can completely flip this model. right? End of the day, all advertisers, what they want is get the attention of their customers. right? Why not directly pay the customer? for the attention instead of paying some kind of a gatekeeper. If I'm saying, for example, selling a detergent to, a, a let's say a housewife, right? Why not just uh, pay for their attention and whether it is 50 cent or $1, whatever it is, right? That is like much more honorable. And in the, in the current world, it is also very, very like privacy focused, right? I don't need to know anything about you. Just give me your age and where you live and your gender maybe. And that is all I need, right? And I will just pay you directly for me for your attention. That's it, I directly interact with my audience instead of gatekeepers. And that will be like a big change. And it will not, this kind of idea will be not thought about by the current media companies like Facebook and Google because it will reduce their profits. Since they are public companies, they cannot like think about strategies which will reduce profits. They'll rather, you know, try to lobby government so that they don't implement privacy laws, right? So there has to be someone from outside, you know, who will show the world, right? Hey, this is this is this is may not be the only way to do advertising. You know, why not directly pay people for their attention instead of using them as a product? You know, tracking them incessantly, giving them free stuff, free products. You know, like Gmail and tracking. Maybe the someone else, basically someone else has to come and show, right, to the world that this model may not be the only model. So my hope is, you know, if postal can do this in five, 10 years, that will be awesome. Right. B- basically, we can give freedom to people from tracking, you know, and privacy violations and still get business done. Right. At the end of the day, business has to go on, right? Why not just pay people for their attention?
0: And in order to to make that happen, you'll need some help, right? It takes a village to make a startup work. So how can the forward-thinking founders, listenership help? You know, are you you looking for users? Are you hiring, looking for capital? You know, how can we assist? The biggest problem I'm facing is I'm in
1: India, okay? So I don't have the, like, the ecosystem which people in Silicon Valley and U.S. have, uh, which is, I think, very important. Like, you will rarely see an example of a, non-American B2C product becoming a hit elsewhere and then coming to U.S. TikTok is maybe an exception but typically what happens is a B2C product starts in the Silicon Valley and goes over the world right so like I can't go there uh, but but actually you know the best way people can help me is you know give me their perspective right how does like in an American or a you know, English-speaking country uh, audience, how will they perceive my product, right? Do they find it useful? Maybe there are some cultural differences, right? But the biggest way anybody from this community can help me is invest. Uh, From my three failed startups, the biggest learning I've learned is you need money to make money, Uh, you cannot like count on any product going viral. You have to spend money to get the attention of prospective users to make them use it, right? So I'm currently uh, trying to raise a seed round of 100K. Uh, so if anyone out there wants to invest, you can get in touch with me.
0: And then if someone out there you know, is interested um, and they wanna learn more, where can they find you online? I mean, what's your website? You know, Do you have social media? Do you have an email? How can people get in touch? Yeah, so the website is postalapp.io
1: and my email is hello at postalapp.io. Our social media presence is not very good. We are like a brand new company. Best way to reach us is through the email, hello at postalapp.io.
0: Cool. Well, I appreciate you coming on the podcast. I think this is a really cool idea and best of luck kind of building it out. Thanks, Matt.